Welcome to Speak It On. This program is designed for the edification and entertainment of the listeners and not designed to be representative of a church, nonprofit organization, or denomination. Opinions expressed are solely those of the host. So a friend of mine who has an incredible gift of evangelism and just a real passion, okay, because, I mean, he's just like on fire for it. He's Pentecostal-type guy. Uh, so I guess it may just come with being on fire, but here's the thing. Uh, he asked me how many people in my church did, did I think were actually sharing their faith. And you know what? That just stumped me. It really did. Completely stumped me. And I decided to do a little bit of research on that, which is kind of interesting. There's a December 17th, 2013 uh, study on Barna Research in the Faith and Christianity section. It says, is evangelism going out of style? And, y you know, I don't think... I don't, I don't think the statement itself is put together real well. From this, and that's going to sound strange, but it's like this. And, and I'm not trying to put the question down. Evangelism, of course, is never out of style. But sharing your faith, okay, with other people is not something unique to Christians. And it wasn't unique even in Jesus' day. In fact, Jesus makes a point talking to some Pharisees who are real, and in this situation, these Pharisees are real snooty and full of themselves, which is why he gives it, you know, gives it to them. But here's the thing. He says, look, you go far and wide to find a convert and make them... Ten times, you know, I forget the percentage, but you make, make them worse <laughs> than you guys are. Point is, at least the, the, that I'm snagging on here, is Judaism was very, what we would call, evangelical. <laughs> evangelical Judaism. Uh, they were very serious about promoting it. Uh, Islam is very serious about promoting itself. So, Christianity is not unique. So, from that statement, I'm thinking, you know, I don't know that it ever went out of style. But here's the thing. The way we do it, the way it's been done traditionally, I think is. Because people's, in, or in general... The public now are shifting their attention to other stuff. You know, for example, Billy Graham 
wow, you know, rock the socks off of the planet. But I don't know that you could actually have someone that done that did what he did and do it like he did it. Like that again. Because I just don't know if people would go to an auditorium for that. Because everybody's attention's online now. And a lot more people are really, really, really introspective. You know, they're kind of keeping to themselves a lot. As the world gets bigger, people start pulling their personal space in. So I don't know that it's ever gone out of style, per se. But how we do it, I think, our methods, I think, have. But here's, I think, the thing that this Barna research study was getting at. And it says, uh, like in paragraph 1, 2, 3, 4... Under evangelism and theory and practice, it says, what stands out among the data is that, however, is that evangelicals also have among the highest failure in follow-through from conviction to action when it comes to sharing their faith. Only one-third, 31%, believe they should evangelize, but have not done so within the past year. And in paragraph one, it says only 52% of born-again Christians say that they actually did share the good news, the gospel, at least once this past year to somebody with different beliefs in hopes that they might accept Jesus as their Savior. 52%. All right. Now, I had to think, I had to think about that real heavily, especially in my, my everyday pra you know, practice, because... It's one thing to do something for someone. For example, I've mentioned before that I try to give away McDonald's gift cards to homeless people. Um, but I'll be honest, other people do that for other reasons. People that, you know, people who join the Peace Corps go to help other people in other places, but they're not there to share Jesus with anybody. They're not there to... and and. Here's the the kind of the the focus of it. If you had, and just imagine, if you had the cure for cancer, would you tell anybody about it? If you had some information that could extend somebody's life 30 years, would you tell anybody about it? Now, sometimes we don't share because we, we're not actually sure if God's power is working in us. We're not sure if God's presence and power are working in us. Because you have to have something to share something. You have to have it to share it. And that's kind of what makes the difference. Now, 
there are different levels of sharing because a lot of times uh, what we get in our brain about sharing our faith with other people is the door-to-door Jehovah's Witness slash Mormon style where you're knocking on the doors, white shirt, tie, you know, big Bible in your hand, and then you, you're booming, you know, blasting the door. By the way, they're doing that and still getting stuff done, which is a little scary. But, but the thing is, determination. But there are all kinds of levels. You don't have to go into the Roman road with everyone. There are people who carry little cards, little like, like not index cards, but like name cards, you know, business cards, size things with little messages on them. Say, look, you know, Jesus changed my life for the better when I gave my life to him. Here, this card's got a website that talks about a lot of stuff, and there's an email address there, and I, you, know, you can contact me at if you got any questions. But sometimes people don't do that because they're not sure it's real in their lives. Because it's got to be real to you to share it. But it does make the difference. And I'm not talking about sweet by and by and all that, that wild jazz in, in Beulah land. I'm talking about now. I'm talking about when you can have the living God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob walking you through this life with Jesus hand in hand, guiding and directing you through his word, through his people, through the outreach, through your prayer, through the circumstances. You see, if you can if if you if you'll let that happen, then you'll know. And and God will show you in your life something real not something you know that people love to pontificate about and go on and on and on and, and have the real you know long and fancy you know sermons about which is which unfortunately we tend to do i'm in the past been guilty of that Nowadays, when I actually give sermon presentations, I try to make them as conversational as possible. Why? Because I'm talking to human people. I'm not talking to people who are, you know, manufactured Christians. I'm talking to real people. So we can be real. You can be real and share your faith. So here's my thing about the, the McDonald's cards. I just that I realized, you know, I could give that McDonald's card to somebody, and if I don't say anything about Jesus in that process, they might think, "Oh, wow, he's a nice guy, cool." But you know, many of those homeless people say to me, "God bless you," and my response, and it's true from the gut, is, "God." has blessed me in Jesus and that's why I'm doing this for you. You can be that direct. I'm in a car. I'm at a stoplight. I don't have time to go into the Roman road with this guy. But you know, 
I can give them the card. I can tell them, God bless me, I'm trying to bless you. You know, and then I can hand them something that has the message on it. Scripture. You know, confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you shall be saved. Wow. And then you got to know what you're being saved from. So we make it really complicated. Did you know there are PhD degrees out there in evangelism? Six years worth of university study in evangelism. Un-tripping real. Because it's something everybody, everybody needs to do. Especially me. So... The Great Commission at the end of uh, the Gospel of Mark. The key is to make disciples. You know, go and tell the world and make disciples. Go is not the imperative. That's not the command. The command is make disciples. So there's got to be follow-up. You know. So, whether you make a business card with a gospel on it, you get gospel tracts, or you just flat tell people, you know, God's been awesome to me. I believe God. I gave my life to, to Jesus, as crazy as that sounds, and it's changed everything for me, for the better. And no, life ain't rosy all the time. But you know what? It, I, I don't think I would still be here if Jesus hadn't walked me this far. You can tell them that. Honest truth. So next time you get the opportunity, please, in some way, first... Look at yourself. Do you believe it? Is it real? Is it something that just happened in Sunday school? You got warm fuzzies? Mom and dad thought about it? A friend went down, you went down too? If it's real, it's worth sharing. Because it's like gold. It's like the cure for cancer. And I'll tell you what it is. It's the cure for eternal torment. That's what it is. But more than that, heaven can start now heaven can start now for people if they get that relationship with God because that's what God wants to wants to do he wants to start there right so keep on keeping on and sharing sharing means caring absolutely Thank you for listening to this edition of Speak It On. And as always, don't be afraid to speak the word in boldness and truth. And may God bless all of your efforts.